Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. I'm Jeff. I'm Alex. And today we actually got asked a question of um, what keeps us living in this country or in this city. And uh, yeah, we're going to answer that today and drink a beautiful bottle of whiskey, hopefully. Um, yeah, let's get started. Let's do it. The bottle of whiskey for today's episode is provided by our current advertising partner, MyGermany.com. The company from Weimar enables you to shop on German shops and to send the products to your home, no matter where you live. Canada, UK, doesn't matter. You can either send single products directly to your home and save 10% on the shipping rate, or you can collect several products and have them sent to you as one package. MyGermany.com has been uh, nice enough to provide us with a discount code, and that code is WHISKEY2020. Again, that code is WHISKEY, W-H-I-S-K-Y, 2020. Uh, please use this discount code on your first order. And now to the show. You know, you know, Jeff, when, when, when you're doing this, uh, you're our, little, our little advertising sponsor there, you sound so official. I'm a big fan of that. Well, you know, um, they're giving us the top bucks, so we got to give them the top, the top ad. I mean, yeah. and by top bucks, we mean they bought us the whiskey. Uh, they bought us the whiskey. That was nice of <laughs> yeah. them. Um, yeah, so I want to give a shout out to um, someone named, I think his name is Rob, and he's the one that gave us this uh, suggestion for the topic today. And oh, yeah. He actually has his own podcast called Student Visa Podcast. You can find him on Instagram as well studentvisa.podcast, I'm assuming so. Or you can also search for him on all the podcasting websites. I Googled him, I found him. So I guess he has a podcast similar to ours, also about uh, living abroad, and I guess more in a student visa um, type direction. Right, a less permanent uh, sort of thing. And he's, he's actually, over time, he sent us a few kind of uh, thoughtful questions asking us about... Um, you know, our jobs in Germany and, you know, about getting visas, etc. So it sounds like he's thinking about uh, moving abroad to Germany. Um, um, this question he gave today just kind of uh, stuck with us. And we thought, you know what, let's let's scrap whatever else we were going to work on and let's just uh, have that be our episode. Yeah. So 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 thank thank you, Rob. Really helpful for us. Uh, anytime someone throws out an episode idea, we'll gladly take it because uh, coming coming up with ideas can be can be a little daunting sometimes. Yeah, I, th I think sometimes uh, we we overthink it, and and we're trying to think of like the most amazing topic possible. But uh, uh, but yeah, he, like clearly when he just said like, "Why are you still in Germany?" and then we thought, "Hmm, that's hmm. a podcast." Didn't really think about why I'm still here. Actually, yeah. not in that type of way. So it was actually a really uh, fantastic question to ask. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a great question. Um, yeah, but anyway, so we're currently in, I don't know, week four, week eight of uh, life under Corona. Yeah, still um, spending all, most of our time at home. Uh, I saw you actually the other day because I, I had to come pick up my half of the the whiskey. So me and my girlfriend biked over to your place and we did a uh, social distancing whiskey swap. And how did I look? I looked amazing, right? Um, let's see. Do, do you want me to, to paint the picture? Paint so the picture. there were some like uh, sweatpants that hadn't been washed in several weeks. Um, uh, like a brown, like a brown t-shirt. Uh, some some fuzzy slippers, uh, and uh, it looked like you had just combed your hair just to see us. Accurate. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm wearing the same sweats for uh, for a long time now. I mean, there's, nothing, there's nothing else to wear. Uh, I mean, one one day I put on jeans to go to the supermarket, so that felt really nice. But I'm showering. <laughs> I'm showering every day at least, trying to. Nice. It's hard to sweat because I know like with me, I have like this really perfect cozy pair of sweatpants, but I only have one of them. So like I always avoid washing them. Right, that's because the problem. Then I'm, then I'm like, oh, those two days when it's drying, like I'm not, and, and I have a backup pair of sweats that just kind of sucks. And so I, can't, I avoid using it, but then finally I'm like, okay, these bad boys need a uh, need a refreshing. Yeah, I think I got I got to refresh mine um, in the in the coming days for sure. Yeah, especially by the next time we see you. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, I'll, right I'll, I'll I'll try to do that. But yeah, but in in general, how's the the past week been? Uh, I mean, since... to be honest, not 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 much has changed. Um, just still trying to keep busy. Uh, but I'm doing all right actually. It's it's been it's been fine. Me and my girlfriend, we're chugging it out. We're not sick of each other. We're having a good time. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I mean, it could totally be worse. We're staying inside. We're only going out to get groceries, but uh, trying to flatten that curve. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we can record together sometime soon because as much as I love recording with you, Jeff, I much prefer doing it in person, not via a computer screen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, every time I, I go out... I do get a little annoyed because you kind of you see that there's a lot of people that really like aren't really taking this uh, so seriously. Yeah, and and you just think like, oh, you're 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 going to be the reason why we have to do this for an extra month or an extra. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you see um, the parks sometimes. Now in, in Germany, I don't know if people know. Um, at least in Berlin, um, we, we are legally allowed to go to the parks and take a a short break. You know, um, but again, only maximum of two people and you have to have five meters between each pairing of people and you know and they they specifically say it's a rest you can rest enjoy the sun you know you shouldn't be playing badminton you shouldn't have a group of 10 people you know uh playing cards you know what i mean like you shouldn't be uh i don't know it sounds weird but you shouldn't be enjoying it too much you know um yeah and and just because uh, you just because you can doesn't mean that you should necessarily either I know, um, but I, th- I think the problem was once they made that new rule of, okay, yeah, it's fine. You can go to the parks. You know, people, they take that new freedom and they stretch it as much as they can. Um, and I mean, I, and again, especially lately, the weather's been so amazing. So I totally get people want to go to the parks, but it's just like, oh, I totally like, get please, it. Yeah. you know, just like stick to yourselves. Like, don't, don't do it. But, you know, because we went to buy a couple parks the other day and there was just like way too many people and plenty of groups that were not two people, you know, 10 people, 15 people. Um, yeah. And you just look and you're like, come on, man. come on guys. I want this to end someday. Like, come on. Like, you know, just, just, yeah, it's like, it's not that hard. I yeah. Mean, and, and I think, I think bottom line, um, at least from, from my, for my preachy soapbox right here, I'm going to say stay at home as much as you can. I want to go out in the summer and uh, hopefully if we can all, get this thing gone we can go out and party this summer in the parks and hang out because i'm really looking forward to that the weather's been amazing and um yeah let's find it let's get people less sick let's move forward speaking of moving forward jeff yeah what are we drinking what are we drinking yes introduce us so uh we 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 were thinking about all the whiskeys that we drank we've, we've had a lot of um scotches we've had a few irish whiskeys we had one american mm. rye Right, and so this time um, I took it upon myself to try to get something completely different. I've been wanting to try for a long time, and um, I don't know. Maybe the juices, creative juices, were flowing in my head of where to get the whiskey, 
But I said, let's, 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 you know, in quarantine times, and my, my head's not doing much. So I thought, let's get some Japanese whiskey, because I've heard very Ooh. good things in the past. Um, just never, ever tried awesome. them before. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I was trying to think the other day. I'm not, I'm not 100% if I've had Japanese before yet. I think there might have been once at a bar when I saw one on a list and said, like, shit, I have never had a Japanese whiskey. Let's try that. But I can't remember if that actually happened or not. So... Uh, I'm, I'm either, this is either my first Japanese whiskey or maybe my second in my entire life. So I, I'm excited. Cool. Plus, um, yeah. What, what, what is the name of this Japanese whiskey? This is a Suntory whiskey Toki from the house of Suntory whiskey established in 1923. So it's clearly, clearly not as old as the other whiskeys in terms of experience distilling, but, um, yeah. And, um, yeah. and if you didn't know, Toki means time. In oh, Japanese. All right. And uh, partly I know that because uh, in the movie Lost in Translation, this is the the uh, whiskey that uh, Bill Murray's character flies to Tokyo to do a commercial for. And he does that like classic like, for a relaxing time, make it Suntory time. Oh. So Nice. Suntory. But yeah, but apparently, yeah. But they, here they put it, Suntory whiskey Toki. Toki. Uh, and if you, if you notice, it's a, it's like, it's a pretty, compared to most other whiskeys I've seen, it's pretty clear. It's a much yeah. more of a yellow. It's not an amber or orange. It's a yellow nope. and it's, 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 it's on the verge of almost being clear. You know? It, it um, kind of looks like a, um, like a white wine kind mm, of. Exactly. And, and, and I hope I'm not disappointed because it's not, it's not a pop top. It's a twist top. So unfortunately for everyone today, I have no sound for you. I have nothing. I, I'm going to unscrew it right now. Well, mine has a cork, but is. this is a, a bottle that I uh, bought myself to yeah. put my half in, so it will make no sound probably. But yeah, go ahead. Did, did, did yours make a sound? I just did. I just unscrewed it. It's it's not the best. I can, okay. Let's, let's, I'm yeah. going to see if I get anything here. If, I, I, we've, we've, had, we've had better sounds. That's all right. Not oh, official, okay. but it's good. And I'm a little yeah. disappointed with the pop top, but um, hopefully the whiskey will not disappoint. So let's let's, let's, give, right. let's give it a little little it's time taste. to pour. Let's check this out. Whoop. A little bit into the glass. Okay. So seal it up. Cheers. I'll do I'll do my fake cheers sound again. Yeah, please. There we go. To myself. There we go. Ooh. Hmm. I like it. Ooh, yeah. yeah that's a thing. Is, uh, yeah. Is it Ooh, a bit fruity? That's fruity. It's it's it's, it's funny. Like it, it starts. Re- it's a really smooth. The burn comes in after a few seconds. Really smooth. Then goes back to smooth. Ah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's good. Wow, that's it's a really easy drink. Oh yeah. Mm. All right. So, uh, Jeff, while we drink this um, pleasant whiskey. Let's 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 talk about uh, why why we're staying in this in this country. Can I think think what I'll do really quick, if you don't mind, is I'm going to read actually the question he gave us. Cool. This is kind of the basis for what we're going to be doing today. Basically, he said, here's a question you all could potentially discuss in another episode. Why are you staying in Germany? You both talked about being happy, settled and believing in Germany. But why? What keeps you there versus coming back to the U.S.? And it's kind of a philosophical question, to be honest. 
Yeah, because you know the funny thing is, uh, this it was one of those things when he, the second he said it, I didn't have a clear answer. You know what no. I mean? Which, which I, I think that's what made me want to dive into it because I was like, I was like, oh, there's an answer, but I, re- I kind of have to think about that for a few minutes to really th- to, re- to remind myself, you know, why? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I thought the same thing, and I thought it was going to be an easy question to um, to answer because obviously I love living here, and I feel like I can list off a thousand reasons, but the actual like real why am i staying here uh right i mean of course it's a combination a combination of you know a million things but you know we don't have time to talk about a million things so we're gonna try to narrow it down i I try to think about you know some of the main you know reasons that intertwine to make this you know yeah reason why i'm here i'm still here yeah definitely like and and i think it might give some people insights uh, into what would make them want to stay somewhere you know because i know when I was younger, before I moved abroad, there was always part of me that thought, oh, you know, I could never go and live somewhere else, you know, other than the U.S. and stay there long term, you know, maybe yeah, for a few crazy. months. that's crazy. But you like, yeah, you think that's crazy talk with the, you know. Um, but yeah, but yeah, let, let's let's start with you, Alex. And uh, and uh, yeah, see see the, I almost, <laughs> I almost said, yeah, I mean, see the man, I almost said, let's see the man behind the mask, but that makes no sense in what we're talking about right now. That makes no Anyways, sense. No, that, uh, yeah, well, let's, let's go into, let's go into your reasons why, uh, why you stayed. Um, now, first of all, as everyone knows, or if people have listened to previous episodes, the reason you came here, um, was basically, uh, a friend had mentioned a possible job, and so uh, I'm guessing in the beginning it was just kind of like, oh, let's like work abroad, work abroad and just do a fun thing, right? I mean, she didn't even technically offer me a job. She just said that there might be better job opportunities here rather than what I was doing mm. um, back in the States. And so I, I didn't have anything lined up or anything. But um, yeah, so I, I think honestly, I would have probably stayed anywhere that got me a job, no matter where it might have been. It just happened to be mm. in Berlin, and I think that's always the first step. You know, once you have the job, then everything else, everything else can kind of um, fall more in place together. Because when you have, yeah, I mean, yeah, having having the ability to pay for your food and rent and stuff, like of course, like uh, makes a big difference in whether or not you stay abroad or not, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, especially if it's a job that um, that's really like, and I and I love my job. Um, so yeah, honestly, like maybe it would have been somewhere else, but who knows if I would have stayed there? But it's hard to it's hard to say. I don't know. Bottom line, I, I got the job here, and that's definitely one of the reasons why I'm staying. But now it's come to the point where if I lost my job, I would try to find another job within the city and not try to go anywhere else because I'm so right. in love with now, the now, city. In the beginning. Uh, if you had lost your say, say you you'd um had your job for six months, lost it. Do you think you would have just said like, oh, okay, that was fun, and then just head back home, or or you would try to stick it out? Because at that man, point, maybe maybe you weren't that attached because you know you just got here. Man, that, that's hard to say. I mean, yeah, for sure, I wasn't as much attached, obviously, but I was still also twenty two, just twenty three years old in Europe for the first time. So I probably would have tried to stick it out a little bit longer just because I was experiencing things that I've never dreamed out experience of. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I probably would have stayed anyway, just because there's probably more I'd want to do than just have a few months in, um, in Berlin. Oh yeah. Especially when you, yeah, like you said, in your early twenties, I mean, 
the and you have access to all these countries and all these cool new things. And, yeah, that, yeah. That's I mean, it. Why, why would you want to go back to your? Uh, it was like a giant room and your parents. I felt, like, I felt like I just moved to a giant playground of opportunities. Yeah, so you would have done probably you would have done everything you could, or stretched your money as long as you could, you know, uh, until you're like truly broke, you know. You'd just, you yeah, know, exactly. then maybe you would have gone back home. And 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 I think you know, part part of the reason why I stayed was yeah, like I said, this this big playground of opportunities, but also what I realized, which I didn't even know could exist in in such an amazing way, is the um, the freedom of the city. That I've never experienced anywhere else in my travels oh, or of whatever. Berlin, you mean? In Berlin, yeah. It's just like to me, it's it's the most free and open and kind of do what you'd like without hurting anybody else type city. And I think a lot of other cities Absolutely. can claim to do that, but I've not seen it in the same way that Berlin does it. And if, if I'm wrong, someone call me out, please do. I'd love to hear what you think is more free, but in my opinion, the city is just like the most free place to do what you want and be who you want to be and figure yourself out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really liberal city and yeah, I mean, you could be dressed in a leather gimp costume with a leash to your, <laughs> to your like pet duck on the subway and nobody in cares. Berlin, pe- people would not give a shit. They were looking for half a second and cause it's like, you see weird stuff like that all the time and people are so used to it here. Yeah. So sure. you can pretty much be whatever you want to be here and nobody's really going to care. Not in the slightest. And, and you know, the, the, it's also the feeling of, you know, like, like we talked about in other episodes, being able to go to a park and have a beer with you, you know, not a big problem. Uh, and when you go to the park, you see everyone, you know, you see people juggling, you see people slacklining, you see people grilling, <laughs> yeah. unicycling, you know, doing whatever the hell they want. And um, no one no one cares. No one's, you know, judging you. I see people rollerblading. I feel like in the States for a long time, you know, no one ever rollerblade because you look like an idiot. But like people right. rollerblade here, no one cares. And rollerblading's fun. Bring rollerblading back. <laughs> I'm here for it. Especially if you go to um, to uh, Tempelhof, you know the, yeah. the 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 decommissioned airport, and you look down those runways, and there's just like a thousand people on skateboards, on rollerblades, like like uh, what do they call it? Those wind. Uh, was it like, like the, it's a the, skateboard? The kite, like sur- a, the kite skating, kite surfing, yeah. kite skating, whatever it's called, or people with like uh, these gas-powered uh, skateboards with like yeah. remote controls and stuff, and pr- pretty much doing whatever you want. And no, again, nobody, uh, everyone kind of sticks to themselves and doesn't really bother anybody. Like, let's you do your own thing, you know. And that, and that's it. I mean, that that's the lifestyle here. And you know, we come from quote unquote the land of the free. And sure, but like I've never felt more. Um, personal freedom than I have in Berlin, which is also kind of funny because Germany is also such a bureaucratic and rule-driven country. But in terms of personal freedoms, um, the city really gives it to me, and that's that's how I want to live. You know, that's the lifestyle I want to have for myself, and uh, and, and Berlin delivers on that hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. And there's there's probably some cities in the states, kind of like San Francisco, etc., that are like also really liberal, and you can kind of be whoever you want to be, but there, you know, I've just never, um, lived there. So I don't want to say that this, this, a city like Berlin does not exist, uh, elsewhere. Like, uh, actually like a, what I would say is a close example, um, would be, uh, Portland and Oregon. Every time I'm there, it feels like a small, uh, West coast kind of a Portland in the sense, like everybody's cycling, everybody's doing what they want. There's a really cool beer scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone's, uh, 
treating each other with respect, like really open, you know. Um, yeah, I, I've heard uh, I've heard but, Portland's amazing. So uh, shout out to all our Portland listeners. I've heard oh, yeah, really, yeah. I've never been, but I've heard it's a really cool city. And, and, and shout out to my sister and my uncle Ed. Yeah. <laughs> uncle Ed, not my uncle Ed. The other uncle. Yeah, Ed. I mean, I shout out to my niece, but uh, she's not old enough to listen to podcasts. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out to her anyways. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll give it. We'll, we'll give it to her. Um. But yeah. So I think. I think my first point, I guess, would just be the lifestyle and the freedom that comes with the city, um, that I've not uh, found anywhere else. It's like ingrained in everybody, and it's also not fancy either. You know, you don't dress up fancy. No one's fancy. You wear what you want as long as it's black. Yeah, really <laughs> casual. Yeah, really casual. Uh, yeah, and it's so funny because I remember when I when I first moved here. Um, because it was Europe and based off of the movies I, I watched, like I'm like, okay, I can't wear a backpack. I have to get a satchel because that's what Europeans do. European men do. They do the satchel. And then, of course, I got the here and satchel. I got a satchel. Yeah. And then there was a million people who were wearing backpacks. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, and you, you hear stupid sh- stuff. Like I, I saw one, uh, I can't even, some sort of a travel show on uh, like a big network in the U.S., and they were saying like, oh no, you know when you when you when you go to uh, Germany, don't stand out by wearing uh, jeans. You know Germans don't wear jeans, Europeans don't wear jeans. And I'm what? just like, I'm like, what? They they were really they wear the same stuff that you wear in the state. Like, yeah, it's it's just so funny. But but anyways, in um in Berlin for sure, uh, dress how you want. You will not give yourself away as a tourist. I mean, unless you got like a huge. Uh, you know, uh, Mark Five hanging from your neck or something. A camera yeah, hanging absolutely. from your neck, you know. Or, or if you're if you're trying to go to a club, just don't wear uh, don't wear khakis. Oh yeah, but we we, we can true. talk we can talk about that another in another episode about all that stuff. But Jeff, so what? All right, so those are my um, that's my first you know main I'll say main core reason why I stay here is that you know that freedom that that lifestyle. Uh, mm. What about yourself? Is there like one core reason or is it all like a bunch of little different, you know, things? I mean, for me, there's a lot of reasons, you know, um, in the beginning, I wasn't like same as you probably. I wasn't planning on staying in Germany or Berlin long term or there, there actually there, there was there was no plan. Like it was just let's go. I, I just, you know, I, I had backpacked through Europe um, a few times when I was younger and just kind of like fell in love with it. And it was just kind of something I really wanted to try out. And I had seen a lot about Germany um, when I was younger. And uh, yeah, so, but I didn't plan on, oh, I'm going to stay there five years or, you know, I just kind of was just, it was very much like a just kind of a check it out and see what happens kind of a thing. Um, and uh, yeah, and then in the, be- in the beginning, cause same with you, it was kind of like the main things I wanted to do was just, okay, keep myself financially afloat, you know, okay, so find a job you know, find some friends, kind of create a kind of a life, you know? And even then I was like, okay, I'll do that for a year or two, see what happens, you know? Mm-hmm. But you know, it is like suddenly, okay, then you, you're starting to get work and you're making friends. And then suddenly it's just, suddenly you're just rooted down and you don't, you don't even really notice it happening. You know, it just kind of yeah, happens. I, I think that's it. And, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, uh, no matter where you live. Um, yeah, yeah, you just kind of sometimes like when I think back really at every every little step that happened for me to be able to stay here and you know all the other bureaucratic nightmares and everything, um, it kind of just feels like a blur, and then all of a sudden it kind of just clicked and it happened, and now I'm like, oh, now I'm here. That's why when this question was asked, I was a little bit dumbstruck a bit, you know, 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like these things. Yeah, you really kinda... have to think about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, I remember the first few years, especially when I lived here. I don't know if this happened to you, but like every time I'd visit home, all my friends and family they kind of treated my going to Berlin as kind of like yeah, just like a temporary ah, it's for you know, like they yeah. think of it as like the semester abroad kind of thing. For so sure, everybody was always asking me like, "Hey, man, when are you coming home?" Like, uh, you know, and I kept telling them like, "I'm not," but no, but not in the sense of and never will. But it was just. I was just like, no, like I've got a job there. I've got some friends. I, you know, it's just kind of without trying, it just kind of became home, a new home. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, but I, I loved, I think, and I, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you might be similar for me in the beginning, I fell in love with Berlin. I didn't necessarily fall in love with Germany. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because Berlin was a city like you, we already we already went over that I never had really seen before, and what what kind of struck me was just yeah the amount of green spaces, the fact that everyone's getting around by cycling, you know, like cars are not necessary. Um, people are very open here, and um, it's very safe in Berlin. And also being when I, in my early twenties. Uh, big thing was the cost of living here was just lower than back at home in California. You know, especially especially for a cheap. big European or a big, it doesn't matter, a big uh, capital uh, metropolitan city. The cost of living yeah, is exactly. ridiculously low. Yeah, com- compared to other capitals like Paris and London, it's half the price, really. Uh, it's nowhere near, you know, it's been, it's been getting up there in the past few years, especially rent and stuff. But even with the rent as it is now, it's still... It's still very affordable compared Absolutely. to a lot of other big cities. For sure. Um, so, so all those things, especially in the first few years, are what had me stay was it was just fun to live here, great cycling around in the open. Um, yeah, there's just so many parks and so much greenery around Berlin, and it was cheap. And then, of course, the thing of just being the center of Europe, uh, you just you meet people from everywhere and and the ability to travel to every country and because like I know I like I love traveling so the fact that in an hour's flight I could be in you know France or Slovakia or wherever for you know 50 euro on an easy jet or Ryanair flight I mean that makes a big difference too that makes me want to stay also because it's like it's a good hub you know just for traveling around yeah I, I, absolutely I'm I we talked about travel in our episode uh four trains planes automobiles so if mm. you haven't heard that check that one out we talk a lot more about traveling but right. yeah, I mean that's definitely a huge draw for me, was being in that like dead center of Europe, and it's just stupid easy to go anywhere you want, especially as an American like myself who never traveled anywhere. Living in Berlin gave me the opportunity to be able to easily uh, explore more of Europe and learn more about myself and other cultures, and um, yeah, and, and if, if I lived maybe say in down south France or Spain, it'd be a little more difficult. It's obviously, easy, possible and easy but not as easy as how Berlin makes it's like so simple. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause it's kind of like a hub airport, you know, that, uh, that f- a lot of flights didn't come from all over the world. Um, so there's a lot of cheap direct flights from Berlin to everywhere in Europe. For sure. Um, and um, um, yeah, but then, you know, uh, I'll be honest though with everybody that there was a point a few years ago after I'd been in Berlin, maybe five, six years where I did kind of like the honeymoon phase kind of ended for me. And I did was considering going back home, you know, but it was, it was a lot of factors where, um, 
well, also like I, I was single, you know, I've been dating on and off, you know, for the, for, for the few years I'd been there, but I, I didn't have a, you know, a long-term relationship like you did. So I was kind of single in that sense, nothing really tying me down. And there was just some moments where, especially as a freelancer, I was getting really stressed out and bogged down by the bureaucracy of Germany. Um, you know, that's a whole episode on its own, on its own, but in Germany, it's like, it's, they've in the past few years made it really difficult to be a freelancer. Um, and just put a lot of red tape and, um, and extra steps into doing into like just maintaining your normal workflow. And so, and then also that mixed with the, you know, kind of missing home and missing family, et cetera. And again, not being tied down with a relationship. There was a moment where I was like, okay, I'm not leaving. I didn't think, okay, I'm leaving next month, but I thought like, okay, I'm going to give it like one or two more years and then probably had, yeah. I'm going to Like you had on, your go you know? and it didn't work. So you're out. Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's like not like it didn't work. Like it worked. Like it worked in the sense like I got some great jobs um, on some really cool films. Met some good people. Had some really fun times. You know. But yeah. Okay. It's kind of played out. And yeah. Now I'm kind of getting a little annoyed by Berlin instead of loving it. And and then I thought like, yeah. Okay. Maybe it's time soon. You know. No. Didn't, again. Didn't set a time frame. But it's like yeah. Maybe maybe it's time too soon to mosey on. But but I don't know sure. if you ever had. Uh, you well, you probably never had a moment like that because uh, you, you early on had like a pretty strong relationship with your with the long term girlfriend, yeah. right? So so that I mean, kind of is something that's holding you here too. I I think your experience is pretty um, is pretty normal for I think a lot of people have experienced that. And I I remember I, I had the I had the moment of like okay I'm I'm staying here indefinitely if not forever. Um, mm. And I remember, I think it was like after a year, at my third year here, was when I really felt comfortable and like I had my apartment, at my job, I had everything I needed. But then I also felt like, okay, this is what I actually want. Because, you know, I feel like in the first few years, it was like experimenting, you know, like this could work, this couldn't work, who knows. But then after year three, I think that was the main moment when I realized, okay, this is what I want. And this isn't just a experiment anymore you know this is this is life and yeah um, oh, yeah so yeah it, it took me a long time to really realize that i i wanted to stay for a really really long time if not um forever and yeah and, I, do you and part think, of that was probably the, the confidence you got from just okay you got the job you got the apartment you've got this woman you love you know what i mean and that kind of takes away a lot of doubts right about sure. should i be here and should yeah, i not? of course yeah. But do do you do you think that um, what you experience in terms of wanting to move back home or or um, or feeling a little bit down? Do you think you would have felt the same way if you moved somewhere, or even maybe felt even more if you moved somewhere where speaking English wasn't so normal? You know what I mean? Because in Berlin, you can get around with speaking English anywhere you are, and it's super oh. easy to meet people. And you think if you were yeah. in somewhere else, uh, you would have left earlier. You wouldn't have given it two years, or yeah, that's a that's know. a good question because um, yeah. Well, also again, to, to be honest, if if I did move to a city or a small village where like you can't you can't get by with with uh, English, I would have learned German much quicker and because because it would have been like a absolute necessity. Yeah, and I would have become I would have become. Um, you know, 100% fluent much quicker, or would it have annoyed me and made me leave Germany sooner? Right, that, maybe that, maybe that, that time you spent um, 
doing language courses, you know, you didn't spend socializing or I don't, I have no idea. I would love to hear someone else's um, opinion on this who's who've lived somewhere else uh, that isn't very English friendly and who has stayed around for a while because I think for me, especially in the first few years, that was a huge draw, draw knowing that, sure. knowing that, you know, I, I can get by here and, you know, meet people and go out while I speak my native language while I learn German on the side as opposed to it being my, you know, main goal of I need to learn this language and having a huge stress on me. Again, I don't yeah, know the it, answer to this, what I would have done, but I definitely yeah, think obvi- Obviously, helped. it makes you feel so much more comfortable knowing, okay, I, I, okay I'm learning German, but I have, I have the crutch of being able that I can get by with English because it's a very international city. So you don't, you don't feel too much pressured and, and you feel like, I think, less alienation because, yeah, if you move to a small village right now, you know, with 500 people and none of them speak English, um, you'd, you'd feel that like alienation 10 times as much. Right. And so, and yeah, uh, probably anxiety as well, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's a good question. I, I, and also like, it really depends, I think depends on what, like it may, maybe if instead of moving to Berlin, I had moved to God, who where Cologne. Right. And then yeah. maybe I wasn't a big fan of Cologne and I, but in my head, psychologically, I tied that into me, not like, not being a big fan of Germany, right? And then I move away because I'm like, oh, Germany's not for me when really it was just the wrong city, you know? Because um, I, I lived for, I don't know, seven or eight months in Munich uh, back in the day for for work once. Um, and, I li- and I like Munich, but uh, but um, it wasn't really my, my cup of tea in terms of living long term. So maybe if I'd moved to Munich initially, then I would have stayed in Germany only a couple of years rather than, um, you know, the, yeah. I mean, who knows? That's what's fun. That's, that's why I really enjoy this question. Cause it made me think about all these, uh, weird hypotheticals of, you know, what would I have done? Or I, and the, the thing is, I don't know who, who, who does know? Nobody knows, but, uh, um, yeah, there's, there's I, just I, too many variables, right? There's, there's like, a lot of variables. Could, yeah. And, and I think another huge one, well, actually two huge ones. I will say right now, but I'll talk about one right now is, um, like we talked about in our, uh, I forget what episode it was, uh, when we talked about the social systems and the healthcare and all these things that our taxes go to. Uh, right. As a young adult, I mean, I like to think I still am a young adult, but I don't know. Uh, you are. Don't okay, worry. that's good. Uh, as a young adult, when I, especially when I first moved here, um, you know, all those things are super daunting in terms of you know healthcare and figuring out what you need to do for your life and all these other things. And when I came here, it was just so simple. And then, and then thinking about the future as I've been here for a long time, I'm thinking if I have kids, uh, if I lose my job, if you know, whatever happens, you know, I know I don't have to worry about saving up a buttload of money. If I have a kid to go to university or if I break my leg, I don't have to worry about spending a buttload of money on, you know, in the hospital. And so these little, these things are definitely, you know, they're not sexy, but they're definitely a huge reason why I love living here. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, yeah, if you were in a, if you were in a country that didn't have good health care and didn't didn't have all these social services, then it would be easier to walk away, right? Because you're like, okay, the U.S. is is uh, you know pretty good, you know, like it's a great country, and uh, I can just go back and I'll be fine, you know. But by the uh, way, I like how you said if if you're in a country that doesn't have those things, and you immediately went to the U.S. Just you know. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I was, I wasn't listing the U.S. as one of those countries. I was just, I was just saying, like, it'd be easier for you to go back to the U.S. if you were in a place that had. And, I, and I'm, I, there are 
there are examples coming to my head. I'm not going to say them out loud because I don't want to piss anyone off. Uh, but, you know, cer- yeah, certain enough. European countries that um, you wouldn't be as well taken care of, especially right now during uh, the Corona epidemic, um, you know, and Germany, like right now, Germany really shows its true colors right now. Cause I mean, it's, it's throwing billions at, at, uh, at everybody, you know, saying like, don't worry, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get, we'll get your back. You know, if you're unemployed, no problem. We'll get, we'll, we'll give you some money right away. For sure. Um, you know, and, 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 and being um, able to have that, that the, the freedom of, of, of just the thought of, you know, okay, especially in Corona right now, if my, you know, if I lose my job, um, I know for the next, you know, six, I don't know, I forget how much it is, to be honest. It's like six months or a year, I'll be, I'll, I'll be okay while I search for another job. And having that just security in the back of my head is just, you know, it's nice. And I don't want to dwell too much on this because you talked about it before and it's I don't want it to get, you know, political or whatever. But for me, uh, that's a huge reason why I also like to live here. Yeah, it's things like that that remind you you know, why you like to stay here. And, and we did have an episode about um, how the myth of German efficiency is, is a myth. Um, but, but one yeah. kind of thing contrary to that is, you know, like they, they just released um, quite a bit of money for freelancers and self-employed people. And I had a friend of mine who uh, applied for it. And I think it was, God, a day or two days later, the money was in his bank account. You know what I mean? And it was like a simple wow. one page form online. And that, and like, they're like, they're like, okay, we're not going to waste this whole big vetting process. Cause if you need money during Corona, you need it. You know what I mean? To pay your rent and food, whatever. For sure. And so there's, so they're sending it straight out, um, right away. And so, um, yeah, that kind of makes you feel good. Like, okay, you know, government's got my back, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah. you have the feeling that, you know, the, uh, the country you live in has your back a bit, and that that's that's a nice feeling. But the second point I wanted to say, the other huge one, is uh, which you, you can get in a lot of uh, different cities. This one just happens to be Berlin. Is um, how uh, diverse you know how diverse it is here in terms of you know just people from all over the world that congregate in the city. Um, yeah, and you know when I grew up, I grew up in in a small state. So I knew people from that state. I don't really know many many other people from around, you know, anywhere else. So being give, having the opportunity to meet people from other countries, from totally different cultures, uh, I learned a lot about you know this world we're living in, but also about myself and you know prejudices I might have had before. And uh, sure, I, I think yeah. living in a city like this is super helpful for my own personal growth. And you can get that you know a lot of places. You can get the New York, you can get the Boston, and a lot of other places. But it happens to be Berlin. And that for me, that's another reason why I love uh, living in the city. Yeah, yeah, could couldn't agree more. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm from California, but I, you know, I grew up in a small town, which I love, but uh, it was a small town, and um, so you did not meet a lot of of people of different uh, ethnic backgrounds, different cultures, you know. And like, mm-hmm. I remember my high school, the like, you know, one of the few times we got a exchange student, like everyone was all over her because it was. Like oh my God, somebody from you know from Europe, wow, you know, and wow. it's it's like it's like this crazy thing, you know. Whereas yeah, in Berlin, uh, yeah, like we've talked about before, you at a party, you know, there's at one table or somebody from Spain, somebody from France, somebody from here, somebody from there, and it's a completely normal thing. Yeah, it's um, so but cool. I th- but I think I still there are still times where I, I I don't get completely used to it in the sense where I'm still like I'm still. You know, it still puts my smile on my face. You know, I'm so like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's 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 super cool, actually. Like, it's really, really, 
awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I think a good thing to touch on that I, th- I think probably one of the main reasons that gets people to stay uh, wherever they are is, you know, have meeting the right person, you know, like, I mean, if, if you have this, uh, you know, a long-term partner, man or woman that you love, um, your thought of going back home kind of goes away, right? You know, I mean, like, I, th- I think that's one of the main reasons any anyone stays anywhere, you know, like, uh, you know, it's like, oh, met a, met a German girl, you know, or, you know, like, it's kind of... Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that has nothing to do with uh, Berlin specifically. Well, maybe it does. I don't know. We're both dating German ladies. And uh, God, ladies is a creepy word. I don't know why I said that. We're dating, both dating German women. Wait, you think ladies is a creepy word? No, ladies I don't know. Word. It's, I don't know. It sounds weird when I say old, older word, but ladies. I don't know. No, it's yeah. I think, actually. I think they would actually like us saying ladies. I don't know. We'll have to ask them afterwards. But I we'll think they them. like ladies. But anyways, we're both dating um, uh, German women, and uh, in, like, like we said before, it's awesome to live in an international environment, which is Berlin. But also, Germans are really cool too. So who knows? Maybe we wouldn't have that if we didn't live in Germany because both our Ger- both our girlfriends are German. But uh, that's another point too. Is that like I really uh, I like Germans a lot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and th- th- I think that's like that goes without saying. Like, if we hated Germans, we wouldn't still be here after so many years, right? I think. And, I think and, that's and kind of an obvious thing. If we said we hated Germans too, that's just an asshole thing to say. Well, yeah, we would all. Yeah, we would lose <laughs> half of our uh, audience straight away. But also, it was just yeah, yeah. We, if we hated Germans, we wouldn't be doing a, a podcast called Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, uh, so I think that kind, kind of passionate of, about them Germans. Right. Yeah. We're so, like, I, I love the German. And and the other day, um, on the the one of the um, public channels, they showed the 2014 World Cup over again, which I thought was great because they're like, I, I could just I could totally get their reasoning. They're like, okay, people were at home, depressed in Corona. Let's show them a big win again. And they 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 played the, absolutely. And it's, and it, it's so funny because I I was our friend. Um, Michael said the same thing, but I was watching the game, and even though I knew it wasn't live, I was like getting so into it, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" And I, even at the end, I was like worried we weren't going to win again. But like, I already knew it was going to happen. But yeah, but anyways, no, I yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, funny during during these uh, during these tournaments, like the World Cup or the Euros or whatever it is. Um, if 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 this if, if in the World Cup, if the states are in it, then I'm for the states. You know, and then right when the states gets out, I'm all for Germany. But at the same time, I'm always a little bit more for Germany too because like. This, this, this is the place that I, you know, I, I chose to live in. And this is, I'm very, uh, I don't want to use the word, you know, it's not patriotic. It's just, I'm, I'm proud to uh, to live here because this is my choice. And, you know, so. When, yeah, when, plus, when Germany, um, just, yeah. usually the German uh, football team is fucking amazing. They they weren't last time. And they're but, awesome. Uh, no, they, they yeah, were they, awful last time. They were a big disappointment then. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah. yeah, usually they're pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard not to root for them, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, but anyways, um, but yeah, I, I, closing it out. Uh, I would say though, like for me, I, I think for you, you're you're pretty much here for the long haul. Whereas me, yeah, um, I don't know how much longer I'll be here. I I, I I have absolutely no plans on going home, but I also have no plans on staying here forever. Like at some point, I think I will need to go back to the U.S. Oh, um, uh, but. Yeah, well, you know, a it's like you know, it's like you know, miss the family, and also like for me, um, in the film industry, you know, like just just a big chunk of it's happening over in the states and in California. Um, but yeah, but no, like 
I, like I said, not going, I have no plans to go anywhere. You know, I'm here for the definite foreseeable future. And of course, um, whether or not I go anywhere is a, uh, not a choice I make on my own. That is a, uh, you know, a conversation to be had with, um, my lady. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, I would never uproot her, um, unless she also wanted to go and, uh, yeah, but anyways, but, but anyways, we, we have a beautiful apartment now. We were really enjoying Berlin. Um, it's our home. Good. But, uh. But 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 uh, like like everyone or what some people might know, uh, you are now a homeowner. Uh, even though you don't live in that home, you are a homeowner, so you're definitely here for the long haul. Yeah, now uh, now I'm contractually obliged to uh, to live in Germany until that mortgage is is gone, nice. which will not and, be and, for and a very 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 long time. Actually, quick thing: like, did as Corona put your house even more behind schedule? Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you should probably move in sometime next year. Yep, in, in exactly 11 months from now. We've waited already 12 months. Now it's another 11 months. So, mm. but it's but cool. you're you're good. You're you're good with the apartment you still have now, though. Like you don't have to move out anytime soon. So nope. you're fine. I'm smiling. I'm waiting. There's worse things happen in life. Um, totally, totally true. Yeah, I'm just happy. I'm healthy, and uh, and I hope that everyone else listening here is also healthy. And uh, you're listening. Not on the couch being sick, but listening on the couch being bored. <laughs> yeah, true. And uh, and if anybody like Rob, which we're assuming his name is Rob, um, has like like him has any cool ideas for episodes for us, uh, feel free to let us know. Because uh, yeah, this was this was fun uh, turning in, uh, like a uh, somebody's comment into a full fledged episode. Absolutely, we 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 love hearing it. Uh, we 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 like hearing you know. Um, we like hearing feedback. We also like hearing other ideas. Uh, to be honest, it saves it saves me some of the work of research of what I have to do. So uh, <laughs> give us some ideas. Make Alex uh, relax a little bit. That I, I yeah I agree. Uh, we're not lazy. That was an amazing. We're not pitch. lazy, but if you know if good ideas fall in our lap, we're not going to not grab them. So that's just the way it is. Not going to um, grab them. That's it. But I think that's a good place to to wrap things up. I hope that answered his question uh, a little bit at least. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. You know, I'm thinking like we might have to do this uh, another time as well because I feel like we're just scratching the surface. But then it might turn into a therapy session again. We got real deep into our souls, so we'll have, we'll have to see on uh, the uh, if, if if we explore this one again. Yeah, but you, you know, people might want to actually want that. I think they want us to scratch deep into their souls. You want me to scratch your soul, bro? Well, I'll scratch if, your soul. If, if it, dude, if it boosts ratings, you can scratch whatever you want. <laughs> yeah uh please remember please to um we'd really appreciate a five-star review on um on whatever you listen to on stitcher on apple music on whatever you're listening to we really really appreciate it go go ahead and follow us on our facebook page that's facebook.com forward slash agwd dot podcast that's facebook.com forward slash agwd dot podcast it's actually and agdw huh? dot podcast but that's okay oh yeah yeah, yeah sorry okay agdw dot podcast and we'll, uh <laughs> remind remind them what our new instagram uh, account is yeah and our new instagram is at americans dot in dot germany dot podcast so subscribe to us there we post the photos of um every whiskey we're drinking every single night as well as little other things that we're doing like last week we posted uh jeff cooking food 
and how we're recording this episode and you know if you're interested in that stuff we'd love to have a follow uh yeah and before but we're Alex, done, before Jeff, we go yeah. yeah we gotta we gotta touch base on this uh whiskey again remind the people what we're drinking we are drinking a Suntory Whiskey Toki. I hope I'm saying that correctly, but honestly, this is probably the easiest one to pronounce that we've had so far, and it's in a totally, totally different language. And it's totally foreign, but yeah, it's easier to pronounce than this damn uh, yeah. Scottish whis- Scottish whiskeys, which also so, Scotch. Yeah. I'm Let's trying to see. Sip here. It says a vivid blend of carefully selected Japanese whiskeys. Silky with a subtly sweet and spicy finish, and you know what? That's a perfect description for it. it has a really that really that, that that's the one description that fits absolutely to what just happened in my mouth. It doesn't say how old it is because it's a it's a blended whiskey, so that makes sense, I guess. Mm. Um, but I I'm as we're going this episode, I'm drinking more of it. I'm really really enjoying it. It's it's different. It's very different than what we've had before. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of a. Uh, in terms of taste for everybody, it's kind of like a like a, a weird mixture of an Irish whiskey and a Scottish whiskey. You know what I mean? It has the the burn of a Scottish whiskey, but the smoothness of an Irish whiskey. Yeah, but and then but something no, else on top. Yeah, there's no smokiness to it. It's just very. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I I really enjoy it. I would give this. Uh, Woo. You know, the more whiskeys that we have, the harder the harder it is to rate because I keep thinking about the other ratings. Well, that you, we you, have to, you have to remember, yeah, in order to keep things on an even keel. I mean, I would have to say, well, I mean, okay, so the Stork was a nine out of ten. So you, all you have to yeah. do is just figure out, okay, is this as good or worse right. than the Stork? I, but at the I would same say time, eight out of ten, probably. We're not we're not scientists, so uh, I give this guy a uh, I'll, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, eight out of ten sounds very solid. This is a, a great whiskey, and um, it would be a ten yeah. out of ten if it had a pop bottle, but it's not. So eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of weird. That the the metal twisty. I don't like the metal twisties. I, I like to hear the the satisfaction of it being released. The you know, satisfaction the again. Oh, good stuff, right? Mm. Yeah. No, the thing I'm is, like, about- I I I beat you with like a store bought. Oh, that was kind of. Never mind. Anyways, uh, thank you for listening, and um, thanks again to our um, uh, sponsorship partner, if you will, uh, MyGermany.com, for providing this bottle of whiskey for this episode. Please check them out if you want to buy anything German uh, for a decent price. And uh, thanks to Rob again for giving us the idea for this episode. Again, you can find him, Student Visa Podcast. You can search that, and you'll find his stuff uh, on the web. And it's it's, yeah, it's good stuff. Can we have a fake cheers? Oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We can do, we can do a fake cheers. Hold on a second. Actually, we're perfect class for this. All right, everybody, from the uh, laptops of Alex and Jeff. <laughs> cheers. Stay healthy. Good talking to you. Please do. Bye bye. Ching ching. Oh man, I hate the Skype. <laughs>